Welcome to the Wisdom of Our Roots podcast with Pam and Chana, where we talk about building a healthy future by reclaiming the wisdom of our roots. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I just dropped my headphones on the on the floor. That's how we're going to start this podcast. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, I was thinking about just your everyday... Well, maybe it's not so every day. For some people, it's every day. Yeah, it is. For us, maybe not so much, but it's definitely things that we've, you know, battled in our life. I just thought, like, we could talk about some of the remedies we use for every day. Common ailments. Common ailments, exactly. Um, I think that that would be helpful to the listeners because as people are kind of pulling out of the medical system or they're unable to get appointments. I thought mm-hmm. maybe just helping them, guiding them through some of the common ailments in terms of medicinal plants that can be used and herbs. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. What do you think about that? It's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're in a society where nobody knows how to take care of themselves anymore. No, they want right. to go to the ER every time they have a sniffle. You're right. Yeah, I'm telling you, we've outsourced our power. Yep. We got to get our power. Yeah, bring back the power. So, as I, you know, we we picked like six folks. So, we're just going to kind of go down this. The first one that I did some research on was yeast infections. So, this is something that it's not just women that battle yeast infections. Um, It's men also. It's overgrowth of candida. So candida is a natural part of your gut biome, okay? So you want it in there. You just don't want an overgrowth of it. And the reason why you would get an overgrowth would be if you are someone who uses antibiotics um, because it's killing all of the friendly bacteria, but you have to remember that it's not killing the fungus, right? It's just killing your friendly bacteria. Um, Steroids can also cause uh, candida overgrowth. An estrogen-dominant person. And, you know, for women, you are estrogen-dominant when you're on your period, when you're ovulating, or when you're taking, like, uh, the pill, right? You're naturally estrogen-dominant during those times. Um And so sugar also is a huge factor in candida. If you're eating sugar, I'm so anti-sugar. Like, can I, I'm just going to say this. Everything that I looked up, right, and I just was like, I'm going to just do a deeper, you know, study of all of these ailments. Everything was like, stay away from sugar. Sugar is the reason. Sugar is the reason. So I will add one thing though. It was interesting. So when I was reading my book on light, mm-hmm. the John the John Ott book, he was talking a lot about sugar and the muscle testing. Right. And he said that the unprocessed sugar tests strong oh, on people yeah. every time. So where he he was it was strictly the process. Yes. I'm it's glad you like clarified the difference that. Between yeah. raw milk and Pasteurized well, milk. where would you find processed sugar in nature? Yeah, <laughs> nowhere. Nowhere. There's no processed sugar tree, right? Yeah. So, so there are sweeteners that are okay. And they're delicious. But again, if God made it, eat it. If he didn't, don't. Right. Yep. Right there. So um, the location, <clears throat> excuse me, can be obviously in the vagina, the mouth, under the boobs, any private parts for men. Um <clears throat> 
So those are some of the places that it pops up. Um, let's see here. And you can pass it on to your children yeah. if you give birth. Because yeah. I was born with candida. Yeah. Um, my mom always told me that. That's, you know, when I had acne issues and just yeah. laundry list. Um, and you can bet as a female, if you have a candida issue, if you are suffering from yeast infections all the time, you have given it to your spouse or your boyfriend. Right. Because you'll pass it back and forth. It's so it, perfect. I'm glad you said that. Yep, that's absolutely true. So... Some of the remedies, all right, because you can go buy Vagistat or some of these topical creams, but the truth is, is you want to deal with this at the source. And anytime we're talking about herbal remedies, number one, we're not doctors. Yes, we are not so, doctors. This is not medical advice. This is based on our own experience. Absolutely. So just remember that. Um, <clears throat> garlic. Garlic is a massive anti microbial and antifungal um, you need to increase your stomach acid that's another thing you need to do so apple cider vinegar is a very good way to take care of that you need to avoid sugar clove is another good remedy mct oil kefir that is plain not the sugar strawberry flavor kefir and it's best if you make your own if you can absolutely and then obviously a probiotic uh lactobacillus burris is the strain that you want to take care of the candida oregano oil and grapefruit seed oil so when we have battled in our family with yeast in the past this might get a little graphic um, we have inserted a probiotic vaginally mm -hmm. because that's the quickest way that you're actually going to just, you know, get it at its source if your yeast infection is in your vagina. Um, and then you're going to take it orally also. And it's just going to take some time. With all herbal remedies, they take more time than just going out to the drugstore and buying Vagistat or whatever it is that you buy for any kind of topical cream um, that isn't actually dealing with the issue. Um, it's going to take a little bit more time. So I would also say uh, stay away from dairy. That's another big candida thing. Um, so, But making sure that you have probiotics in the house and knowing that absolutely you can insert them vaginally, take them, and then stay away from sugar completely. That is, and, and I would, personally, I would bring on the oregano oil and the grapefruit seed oil and the garlic. That and, would be... And you can't take those with your probiotics. You have to separate those out. Because right. Because those things are going to kill the good bacteria you're trying to put in. Absolutely. So you could do one in the morning <clears throat> and, and the one, other at, one night. at night. Yes. Absolutely. So, yeah. What do you thought? Well, I was going to talk about headaches yeah. first. So, very common. First thing is water. Yeah. The, if you have a headache, the number one thing you need to do is, because that's the number one reason why people get headaches. It is. Because they're dehydrated. Even if you Google it, that's what comes up even. So the first thing to do is drink water. The second um, a common remedy is to eat an orange. Interesting. Or you could also try a cup of black tea. Mm. So yeah, caffeine. Those things can help. 
So what are the th- some of the things that you found that cause headaches besides um, dehydration? Well, that's the thing. You need to know what kind of a headache you have. Yeah. Is it dehydration? Is it structural? Is it hormonal? Is stress. It stress. Is it a GI issue? Yeah. So you could have headaches for a lot of reasons. Yeah. So is d- it a, a food... Um, Intolerance. Yeah. Because when I have MSG or aspartame or any yep. of these prepackaged food additives, you know, I have a total migraine. I can't have any of that kind of stuff. So that's the other thing you could look at. Yes. If you have food allergies, you have triggers, um, you know, chocolate can be a trigger for people for headaches. Really? Yes. That is terrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is the saddest thing. So you just, you just, you have to figure out what is my trigger yeah and then address it accordingly so in terms of things you can do for example um menstrual yeah probably the number one thing you do is take ginger eat ginger drink ginger tea Mm -hmm. if you have a gut issue raspberry leaf yeah uh, senna tea lady slipper is a very common Mm. one for headaches generally if it's stress, we're talking the mint family. So yeah. peppermint, spearmint. You know what's interesting is also the other thing besides sugar that w- popped up so much on, when I was looking up, you know, some of these things is stress. Mm-hmm. So I, I bet there's a ton of people out there. Sorry, guys, I'm making noise. I have to put on a coat. We're in, like, the coldest part of the gym. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, it's just stress-related. Yes. Yeah. Think about how much tension that your body is holding from... Oh, man. I mean, there's so much going on. Absolutely. Taking care of yourself is, is, should be a high-priority item during these times. Um, but other things that you can do, lavender and peppermint oil mm-hmm. are kind of the go-tos for, for our family for headaches, yeah. besides the usual. Yeah. Um, if it's structural, I would highly recommend... Stretching using a foam foam roller. Yeah, oh, love those. Yes, uh, niacin is uh, because it's a vasodilator, mm-hmm. so it, it dilates your blood vessels. Yeah, is a good thing to try. Um, don't get the flushing. Get the non-flushing form <laughs> because if you get the flush, there's a reason why you want to do the flushing form, and there's that's a whole nother podcast. But if you get the one that is not the non-flushing, you will take it. And if your body is severely, def- like, if you don't have enough in there, you'll, you're, you will turn beet red. It'll oh, flush really? your arms. Wow. You'll get hot. Like, it flushes your whole system. Mm-hmm. So there is a reason to do that. But in terms of headaches, if you're going out in public, you probably don't want to do that. Right. Get the non-flushing form. Yeah. Um, a bath, oh, a hot bath. That sounds so delightful right now. Oh my and gosh. some Epsom salts. Yeah, Epsom salts is magnesium sulfate. Mm-hmm. So in terms of relaxing muscles, yeah, you get a double whammy. Um, so those are probably my top. And rest. You know, if Absolutely. you're not getting enough sleep, that's your body's recovery period. Absolutely. Where you recharge your batteries and de-stress and detox on a cellular level. And if you're not sleeping, that stuff builds up and will contri- contribute to 
headaches and other manifestations All of, of the stress. Things. Like I totally agree with you saying it it's really just time to take care of yourself. Yes. Like absolutely. So the other thing I looked up was a UTI because this is something that We've had in our house. And if you don't know what UTI means. It's a bladder infection. Yeah, urinary tract infection. Yeah. Or lower kidney infection. It's caused by E. coli. Um, It can be caused by high estrogen, antibiotics, um, just bacteria. I know that I've gotten a UTI when I've been on like massive detox cleanse Mm -hmm. because you have so much stuff pouring out of you. Um, So those are some of the things that... Um, cause it. Um, Buchu is a great um, herb that you can take. You can find all of this on Amazon. Cranberry is another great thing. It's anti-adhesive, so it it causes the E. coli to not glob on to you know the bladder and the kidneys. Um, Yuva ursa. That was one I didn't know about, so I actually ordered it. Um, because I like to have all the UTI stuff at home because the second you feel that coming on, I hit it with the Demonus. That's what I also use. Mm-hmm. And I take a pill of it and you can also get the tea. So I hit it with that and then cranberry, make sure, guys, oh my goodness. It's like an urban myth. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like, I'm going to go get ocean spray cranberry juice. It's like 90% sugar. When I say cranberry juice, I mean literal, like, pure, 100% cranberry juice. You also want to be taking apple cider vinegar with mother, and you can sit in the bath and have some apple cider vinegar in your bath too. I know that when I was a kid, like 10, I got a bladder infection and I went to the doctor and they did not give me an antibiotic. My doctor sent me home and said, have her do a sits bath. Mm -hmm. And I basically sat in the bath, peed in the bath, had to sit in my pee. And that's what I did like three times a day and drank cranberry juice, of course. And then it cleared up. So odd. I don't know. But what... all these, again, we're called the wisdom of our roots. Yeah, you know, these exactly. things. That are I don't know where that came from, but it absolutely worked. So juniper is also, juniper is a berry. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also an antimicrobial. And no sugar. Yeah. No sugar at all whatsoever. In fact, it's good to fast so that your body can focus on healing you do not need a antibiotic for this. If no. you get it right at the beginning, and it's miserable. Like, yes. oh, UTIs are just like, when I feel them coming on, first of all, I get pissed. Because I'm like, what the hell? Why am I getting a UTI? Um, but also, I didn't realize that if you also are high estrogen dominant, that that can cause a kidney infection or a, a UTI. So that was super interesting to me. Uh, sea kelp is the number mm-hmm. one thing to combat um, high estrogen. So I am actually going to order that because after I was looking at some of these things mm-hmm. and some other things, I'm like, oh, okay. I think I need to 
Right. Get into this whole... And stress. And, yeah, stress. That was the other thing. I, I haven't been one to have UTIs, but I did end up with interstitial cystitis, which is inflammation of the bladder. And it was when, basically, I was going through my divorce with my ex-husband, and I went to the specialist down in Wenatchee, and he literally sat in the office. He was a young guy, kind of flirty, but he said... We are taught in medical school that this is all in women's head. Like, it's the crazy women, usually type A personalities. And this is dead serious conversation. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, but I've learned in my practice it is not the crazy women. It's typically a result of stress. That is so interesting. And now that I flash back. Women, like, like when you think about being pissed off. Oh, yeah. Like, he said there, it's... It's literally, this is what he sees in his practice. And it's like high-performing women who are under a lot of stress end up with this condition. Interesting. But they're taught in medical school, it's the crazy lady. Yeah, there you go, right there. So yeah. here's some great herbal remedies. Cranberry, Uva Ursa, Dimanus. You can buy these things on Amazon. They're not expensive. Get the tea also of the Dimanus. They sell it at co-ops. Those are great remedies stay away from sugar and bring on the apple cider vinegar with mother and apparently you can take a sitz bath and pee in the water and just yes well, whatever and, I, and with the cranberry juice i've always like my recommendation and what we've always done is it's one tablespoon per cup of water you know what i do i actually just bought cranberry pills oh. so i have cranberry pills and i get the Whatever the brand is of just the small bottle of pure cranberry that mm -hmm. you can just sip. Um, but you're right. It's not very much at all. And it's just pure cranberry. Yeah. So, um, and if you hit it hard, it'll take about, I don't know, 48 hours, um, you know, and you'll be feeling much better. So, good things to have on hand. Amazon does have them. I actually just added a few of these things to my cart, so... Nice. There you go. Yes. Um, my next one, and you know, it's funny, a lot of the same herbs apply to all the ones I'm doing. So I'm doing headaches, insomnia, and PMS slash menstrual things. So in terms of insomnia, the first thing I would, and this is something that I deal with, um, address is the light in your house. Yeah. You've got to get off of your digital devices a couple hours before you're going to bed. Nighttime rituals. Yes. Yeah. And I know that's hard for a lot of people, but you got to put the cell phone down. you got to get off the laptop. Yeah. And just decompress. Yeah. Um, because the light on the screens is stimulating the glands. And is you've got to have a, the evening light in order to put you into the correct sleep cycle. Right. So that's a big deal. Now, if you can't sleep, like, don't try to get yourself into a regular sleep cycle. But say if you're one of those people, a lot of th times I'll go to sleep and then I'll wake up. Yeah. Don't force yourself to go back to sleep. You can't sleep. You know, get up and go read a boring book. You can do right. that before you go to bed, too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. or just read anything. Um, and you can, a lot of times it's really good to download if you can't if you're one of those people that can't get your brain to shut off 
download things on into a notebook before you go to bed. Do a create your to-do list. Right. So you're not thinking about it. It's already written down. It's done. And you can just shut it off and deal with it in the morning. Yeah. So all of that planning stuff, if you can get that out of your head, it'll be beneficial in terms of getting you... That's a great tip because I... The only time I struggle with insomnia is right around my period. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm going to be on my period because, like, for two nights, I'm, like, up at one, ready to go. And just, you know, solving world hunger and, you know, you name it. I mean, you could just imagine. Right. In fact, it always, like, stresses Jason out because I'll be like, I have this idea. I thought of it in the middle of the night. And he's like, shit, no. <laughs> like, it's the biggest joke in our, in our family. Yeah. So... I, but I never get up and, like, go write stuff down or read. I just lay there and go over it. Yeah. And if you head. can avoid, like, turning on overhead lights if you get up, like, the lighting's a big thing. We have red lights. Yeah. So we, if, the, if you flip on a red light, it's not going to affect your sleep cycle. Right. Um, candlelight. Yeah. Kind of your next bet. But, um, but try to create, a, like, a regular schedule. So you can train your body to be ready for that, whatever, whether it's 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Or 8 o'clock. Or 8 (laughs) o'clock, yes. Um, And again, here's another thing. Eat an orange. Oranges calm your nerves. Mm. And so... I love oranges. I do too. Now I love them more. Especially good ones (laughs) when you're in Florida. Yeah. Um, But that is another good... Um, evening ritual you know it's warm milk with honey and some cinnamon or some nutmeg you know those are all warm and fuzzy now if you I mean regular cow's milk has tryptophan in it so that's kind of the key right you're not going to get the same benefit having coconut milk before you go to bed or oat milk or oat milk yeah no you're going to get a sugar shot and it's not going to help you Um, a hot bath or a hot foot bath yeah those are all very relaxing. Try to avoid TV. Like I said, read a book. Um, making sure you're exercising. I'm so glad you said that because I was. that's what I was going to say. Like, you got to earn your sleep also, folks. So if you're sitting at a desk all day for yes. your job, maybe you're just not tired because you haven't done anything, right? Yep. And, it, and even if you do sleep well, if you want better quality sleep, exercise is going to be helpful. You know, this is so true because just let's go there. Close your eyes and envision your first three work days outside in the spring. Mm -hmm. And you are just exhausted. The snow has melted. You're out cleaning up dog crap, bones. Yeah, exactly. All the things, because the snow has melted, and the do- at least our dog like brings up all the carcasses from anything he finds in the back 40. And we're just out, and it's the first mow, right? And you're just sweating, and you're out in the sun, and you're so exhausted. I love that feeling. That is like my favorite. And you go to bed, and you sleep oh, like a log. Like a log. I mean, it's just like the best. Back now, I'm like all excited for yes. that. Yeah. Um, some herbs that are very helpful for sleep. Chamomile, hops, skullcap, valerian, lady slippers. Same herbs for headaches. 
Um, some supplements you may want to consider, magnesium, um, melatonin in small amounts. Smaller, less is better with melatonin. 5-HTP, um, GABA are all um, great uh, as far as if you're looking for a higher level. Calcium, calcium, magnesium together. Um, I remember my mom when she was going, when my parents divorced, she could not sleep. And she would always talk about she would take a thousand milligrams of calcium before she'd go to bed because it was a natural tranquilizer. Oh. Because otherwise she wouldn't be able to make get, get through it. Right. And my mom's an RN, by the way. Right. So, um, so other things, um, I don't know if anybody else had this, but my grandmother made us the little dream pillows. There she would, they're like little sachet things that you'd, full of herbs. Oh yeah, full of um, lavender. That you would put in your pillow. Yeah. So those. Oh, I miss that. I know. Grandma. My grandma would make them for all of us. Right. But there was a reason. Those are practical things. Yeah. So you I fill them full of herbs, and it doesn't have to be lavender. It can be other absolutely other herbs, and oh. so you have that aroma. Yeah. Because um, you just kind of crinkle them up and squish you do. them up. I'm like hearing the crinkle. You even say so that. look up uh, dream pillows <laughs> yeah. or like the pillow sachet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the technical term is, but anyways, those are my suggestions for insomnia. Yeah, that's great. All right, so I'm going to talk about acid reflux. And look at my notes. It's like, <laughs> yay. <laughs> That's crazy. Anyway, so this is a common one. Um, so basically your stomach has a valve at the top and it has a valve at the bottom. Um, if you have acid reflux, either your stomach acids are coming up that top valve or your bile is coming into the bottom part of your stomach because you're not processing food correctly and it's pushing the acid up your esophagus. The reason why that's happening is number one, you have low acid levels. So it's not too much acid, it's low acid levels. So a few things to consider is um, betaine hydrochloride, okay? That's something you can buy. But the other thing you can take is apple cider vinegar. If you have a really insane case, um, you you should do both of them. Um, gluten causes this, grains, sugar, stress is a huge, huge thing for acid reflux. And omega-6 oils like so, um, soy and corn oil, um, because that's hard for the body to, uh, you know, digest. Um, vitamin D mm-hmm. helps control the calcium that controls the sphincter that opens up the top of the stomach and the bottom of the stomach. So you could have acid reflux because you are low in vitamin D. So super interesting. I found a new doctor online on YouTube. His name is Dr. Berg. I really like him because he goes into super detail and about- he draws everything out. He does, so it's totally visual, yeah. which I just love. Yeah. You know, And his videos are like, Six to ten minutes. Yeah. On everything. very succinct. Yeah. And very clear. Yep. Absolutely. He doesn't use big words. No. (laughs) No. Because otherwise I wouldn't be able to listen to him. Um, So anyway, that's just 
if those two remedies aren't working for you, then you have either an ulcer or gastritis. So you have something a little bit bigger going on than just basic. And there's one other reason too. And I, and I just know this because I deal with this. Yeah. Um, is if you, so the pancreas is in charge of producing bicarbonate. Right. And that is what neutralizes the stomach acid. So there's a balance yeah. in the stomach. Yeah. So it could also be that your pancreas is not producing bicarbonate. Right. Yeah. Um, so again, it's like you're always trying to go upstream to find out what the real issue is. Kind of like with headaches. What's the real cause of yeah. it? You know, so same with you. There's lots of layers. Totally. To and that's why herbal remedies take time. They just do because you're kind of trying to figure out the root cause. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what's our next one? Oh, so PMS, menstrual issues. Ugh. So I've really never dealt with this, but I do deal with it with my daughters growing up. Yeah, I, I haven't either. Like I've had pretty mellow periods. I think the worst periods that I had was when I was super unhealthy. Yeah. Like not eating good. And that is the number one thing is your diet. Yep. So keeping that in mind, um, some other things, calcium, adequate calcium has a major influence on your menstrual cycle. So that and getting good fats, Mm. very important. Um, some herbs, raspberry, red raspberry leaf tea, um, cramp bark. Those are probably two of my favorites. Um, putting, using a hot pad over your abdomen with some essential oils, my favorite oils, peppermint and wintergreen. You know, if you're having cramps and dealing with those kinds of things. If you're excessive bleeding, Plantain is a really good one. Oh, I love plantain. I know. It's just like So good for everything. Yes. Oh. Uh, ginger tea. Again, um, essential fatty acids, good fats. Borage oil um, is a really good one. Uh, lemon balm. Castor oil packs are awesome for menstrual mm-hmm. issues. Um, let's see. What else? Trafala is an Ayurvedic herb. It's a... It's a formula, and it's, it is a Swiss army knife of, of Ayurvedic medicine. It's awesome. Um, and I say that because it's something that's fantastic for gut issues. Oh. But menstrual, uh, also, it helps regulate the menstrual cycle and improves fertility. Hmm. But think about your gut health has a direct effect on your menstrual health. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it physiologically, there's not a whole lot of room between your colon and your uterus and ovaries. So if you're someone, and, and I know someone like this, who has a bowel moment once a week. Oh my all, gosh. Or all that toxicity is just sitting in there. And it's affecting everything, Ugh, including... This is so scary to me. So <laughs> I find, you know, when I used to have, do my consulting years ago and now, that there is a very high correlation between gut issues, colon problems, pooping, and menstrual issues. Yeah. So if you clean one up, you clean up the gut, you clean up the colon, you're going to see a huge reduction in your PMS and menstrual. Absolutely. 
And then um, Rosemary Gladstar, who's a well-known herbalist, she has a Super 7 Menstrual Herbs. So her list, I'll just, you know, go down the list. I'm not going to ex really explain them, but Dong Kwai, Spirulina, Vitamin E, Floridix Iron and Herbs, Antioxidants, Omega-3 Fatty Acids, and uh, Calcium Magnesium. Very good. So I, I just want to say something now that we're just kind of finishing up with, with our remedies. I love herbs, and I love using herbs, but people can use herbs just like they use medication. They don't want to change their lifestyle. They don't want to change what they're doing, so they're just going to toss a bunch of herbs at the wall and see if they stick. This will not work. It will not work in the pharmaceutical industry, and it's not going to work in herbalism either. The best thing you can do is clean up your diet. Clean up your diet. Clean up your life. Mm -hmm. If you have copious amounts of stress, get rid of it. I mean, I know that that's so much easier said than done. Um, yeah. But it's time. Yes, it is. It's just time. And slow and steady wins the race, right? Absolutely. One step at a time. Um, and so those are the things that I just want to remind you that... You know, don't think that you can continue on just eating like crap and drinking like crap and basically abusing your body and then, you know, take some skullcap and hope to not get a headache. It doesn't work like that. No. It just doesn't. Now, keep in mind, there are some things I'm going to talk about here real quick that if you need a quick fix, rather than grabbing a Tylenol, right. which is toxic to your liver, Ugh, it's a controlled substance in other countries, yeah. yep. but not in the U.S. Nope. Um... <laughs> Anyways, so here a really good one that I have is the Thorn brand, which Thorn is a top of the line, well-known supplement company. They have something called Phytoprofen, so instead of ibuprofen, oh. you've got Phytoprofen. So this has a combination of bromelain, curcumin, ginger, um, and frankincense. So you need something as a pain remedy, and you want something quick and easy. Would that be for headaches, Pam? What yes. Is, okay. Absolutely. Any kind of pain and inflammation that you oh, have. Oh, very good. So I need to order some of that. That's a good thing to have in your, you know, medical. Yes. Um, another one I have, and this I got this in my biohacking box, is this body mind matrix, and it says mind body capsule, a dietary supplement. Um, balances inflammation, strength, stress, and anxiety, and overactive pain signals. Mm. So you can go online and learn about this one. Um, homeopathics, I am a big believer in these. Arnica Montana oh, is so good. Is great for any kind of, especially if you've got kids with bumps and bruises yeah. and injuries and sports. Um, Rust talks. Um, you know, this is great for pain. I use this for cramps and I get, you know, if I do have them, most time it's for me, it's like lower back and right. in my hips. I have no hips and I think I'm out of balance. So, <laughs> oh, it's funny. And then Taylin actually came across these cause she's taking this along with her fish oils to strengthen her teeth and bones. Yeah. Um, but this is Highlands Bioplasma. 
Uh, it's a combination of all 12 cell salts for relief of symptoms of cold, simple ner nervous tension, fatigue, and headaches. So, you know, there are things out there if you just know to search for them. Yeah, just take some time. Yeah, and I had another one, too, that was kind of like this phytoprofen. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it also has different stuff. It's, it's a herbal base. works really well. I'll have to bring it another time. But there are alternatives to your over-the-counter absolutely liver toxic drugs. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what we really want to get across is you do not have to be a slave to the medical system. You can take your power back. You can take your health back. Yep. Starting with diet change, obviously. Learning a little bit about herbs and um, homeopathics, absolutely. And you need to learn about your own body. Yeah. Like, that's another thing, too. It's like, if, if you don't understand your own cycle, your own... Like, people don't even know their own blood type. Right. Like, you yeah. need to know... You've got to know your own biology. Yeah, you do. You definitely have to know your own body. Because we're all special snowflakes, people. We are. We are, like, legitimately. I so, know. and we talk about this with diet. Like, some people thrive on... A vegan diet, and then other people's hair falls out in their hands when they eat raw food for a long period of time, like me. Yeah. Right? So yeah. everyone's different. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us again for this edition of Wisdom of Our Roots. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. If you have questions, concerns, comments about our podcast, you can email us at wisdomofourroots at gmail.com. <laughs> It's the end of the night, right? Oh. <laughs> thanks, thanks, you guys. We Bye, appreciate you, guys. you join us. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>